1: The Toby Gribben Show Podcast. Thank you for downloading this episode of The Toby Gribben Show Podcast. Don't forget you can listen to the full show live at shoutradio.org.uk and all of the clips right here on the podcast. Anyway, enjoy the interview.
0: Acast recommends podcasts we love.
1: Hello, my name is Blind Boy i'm from ireland i make the blind boy podcast it's a gentle auditory neck massage does modern cinema look the way it does because a 16th century painter was trying to save money did nirvana's music happen because charles manson punched one of the beach boys in the throat do you like irish mythology or open dialogue about mental health how about listening to spike lee eat my mother's scones while we agree with each other about colonialism it's all here listen to the blind boy podcast on a What's the worst that can happen?
0: Acast is home to the world's best podcasts, including the Tommy, Hector and Loretta podcast and the one you're listening to right now.
1: Daniel Santos is a 21 year old author and we're going to talk about his book Life is Inevitable. How are you doing today? Great. Now this book of course Life is Inevitable is about an 18 year old boy called Brennan and a 17 year old girl called Olivia who have their entire lives changed and their worldview as well when they commit suicide on the same day. So without giving too much away just take it from there if you can.
0: The book originally Um, spawned from a good friend of mine. She was the uh, inspiration for the book and so... She actually passed away, which is why I wanted to write the book for her. And it happened in high school. And I didn't finish it at first because I saw like, oh, you know, I already got this. I've overcome it. But eventually I saw, you know, this book can be for other people, too, not just me. You know, I can put it out there, get it to help other people, show them that, you know, there's others who feel the same way, too. Mm -hmm. And so I started writing more uh, after high school, during college specifically, because I had a tough job at the hospital and Mm. it was in the emergency department. And, you know, in the emergency department, there's plenty of things you don't want to see. So I just started writing again and eventually I thought of her and I was like, oh, I should finish this story. And by the end of it, I was thought, what should I do now? And then I realised, or no, I remembered, oh yeah, I want to help other people. So I decided to get it published.
1: Yeah. And I suppose the big question about the plot that people are probably thinking is how can two people have their world view and their life changed when they're dead
0: the way the story goes at least um without giving too much away is that once they passed away they go to a place like purgatory and purgatory in this book is a train station and oh. at the train station they're supposed to go get these tickets and most these tickets and for mm. most people the tickets send them to either heaven or hell but for these two characters they're given a second chance and mm. so to get train tickets that take them back to their own bodies and so but the problem is they accidentally switch their train tickets at the last minute mm. and they end up going in each other's bodies and that's how the worldview and their lives change because they are living in each other's lives and they're experiencing things from a different perspective, specifically from the other person's perspective
1: You probably won't answer this question because it would spoil it, but do they find a way to switch back in the end?
0: Not in this book at least Mm. because it's a series, but not in this book.
1: Ah, okay So where is the book set?
0: The book is set in the US and basically at the U.S. and the afterlife. So I guess you can say there's three different settings. The first be two, the first one being the state of Washington, USA. The other one, the state of Florida, USA. And then the afterlife.
1: Is it set in the present day as well?
0: Yes, yeah, in the present day, maybe like a couple years back, like 2019. Yeah. But for most of our, it's present day.
1: And why did you decide to call it "Life Is Inevitable"?
0: It's called "Life Is Inevitable" because life, you're gonna experience it no matter or what whether it's bad it's good whatever you're always going to experience life in some way good or bad it's going to hit you at some point and it does and it's well it's going to hit you at some point it doesn't matter when it hits you but it will hit mm-hmm. you because life like i said life is inevitable just as inevitable as well death
1: by life do you mean the thing that we're all living or as in the hardships of life are inevitable
0: everything in life is inevitable both the good and the bad yeah
1: are there any main themes within the book that you explore?
0: Main themes or the main theme in the book is that everyone is that the main I'm trying to figure out a word. <laughs> I had it in my head. That's the strange thing. But the main thing, the main theme of the book is that you need to see things from a different perspective to fully realize or to fully know um what people are going through.
1: Yeah, that's a good point as well. Is there an element of enjoying life and not taking it for granted as well maybe because Maybe these two characters were quite grateful to get a second chance.
0: Yes, they are grateful eventually. Not mm. at first, but eventually, because, you know, after something like that, you're not always grateful to be around, but mm. eventually you will be at some point. It just takes longer than others. Some people take longer to get there than others.
1: Was there anything in particular that inspired these characters?
0: I would say back in um high school, which here in the US, that would be secondary school. Yeah. Um, but back in high school i would say i'm not i wasn't really that great of a person Mm. like if you met me back in high school you probably would not want me to be talking right now but and so i decided to make um the character brennan kind of like the way i was and make him but make him a little more morally gray Mm -hmm. like not completely likable or completely unlikable and then for the main character olivia i decided to give her traits i wish i had when i was um back in high school you know traits like being more compassionate, being more empathetic.
1: Yeah. That's a good idea. Is it quite therapeutic to do that?
0: Yes, it is actually quite therapeutic. And because I showed things from, say, a bad person or like a bully's perspective and the perspective of just a normal person or someone you can consider a victim, I'd say it can be pretty understanding to people on both sides of the spectrum.
1: What? made you choose the names Brennan and Olivia?
0: The names is, um well, Brennan, um, his name means sorrow. I forgot what um, language or culture was, but in one of the cultures I read about, his name means sorrow, and to me, he's just probably the saddest character, despite being angry all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: And Olivia, since she's supposed to be a nice person, a nice, likeable person, I know in some cultures her name means peace, so mm. I gave her the name Olivia.
1: Olivia is me. Made- Maybe the most common baby name in this country as well for girls if it's not the most common it's definitely
0: number two. Oh, i didn't know that and you're in the uk right yeah oh oh wow i didn't know it was the common name in the uk because yeah. it is a common name in the u.s also yeah
1: how long did it take you to write this book
0: i guess you can technically say let's see i guess you can technically say about five years mm. but the thing is i stopped working at it at some point yeah so i I, so I would more consider it as two years instead of five because I did stop working on it at some point.
1: Yeah. So five years sort of overall was it quite hard maybe to not just decide to pack it all in and give up
0: yes but not that wasn't how it was like initially eventually as i started writing it and i started making more drafts like i think i made about 10 drafts before i finished it like after reading the same thing for so long you start to hate it and you start Mm. to nitpick at it and you, it, there are so many times where i just wanted to give up because i thought it wasn't good enough
1: is there a danger of maybe nitpicking too much
0: Yes. And I realized that because there are things I realized I, or I thought was a problem that I didn't really like. But mm-hmm. the thing is, when you're making a story, you are, at least when you're writing it, you're looking at it from your perspective and not mm-hmm. someone else's. So you kind of fill in the blanks in your own head, like, oh, it's wrong because of this, but the other people don't know that. Or you think, oh, this makes sense because of this, but other people don't know that because they're not seeing it from your perspective because they're the reader, not the writer. Yeah.
1: Was this the first book you've ever written?
0: Technically, no, but I have written a short book like a novella. But the thing was, I never edited it. I just changed grammar. I think I was 15 when I wrote it. And so I just don't really consider it my first book just because I hated it so much.
1: Top up your phone with unlimited data for just €15 at Tesco Mobile, which is the same price as 60 Ultra Fish Oil Capsules. I thought that comparison would be helpful, but now I realise it's not. Sorry about that. But I'm not sorry about the deal. Unlimited data for just €15 is helpful. This is Supermarket Mobile. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. T's and C's apply. Unlimited data is subject to a fair usage policy. See tescomobile.ie forward slash terms forward slash plus for plan details and service information.
2: Hey there, listener. Do you have something to say? Then you're already a podcaster. You just don't know it yet. Whether you love to shoot the breeze of friends, have an urge to share your passion with the world, or even want to grow your business, you've got something worth saying with a podcast. With Acast, it couldn't be easier to start your own show. Launch, grow, and make money from your podcast across all listening platforms. If you have something to say, you're a podcaster. Head over to acast.com to get started for free.
1: so what got you interested in writing all that time ago
0: originally it's because in school they had us only writing essays and it was horrible when we did it because really they would say the teacher of walking in class would say you have 45 minutes write an essay mm. and I hated technical writing so much so like technical writing academic writing I hated it so much that I decided I need to write something that I actually enjoy writing that way I don't give up this hobby of mine so I ended up writing fiction and again tons of my story ideas from pretty much anything from either news stories um music shows like american tv or anime and other books
1: and this book in particular did you enjoy the experience of writing it
0: i definitely enjoyed the experience of writing it but mm. i didn't enjoy some of the experiences of editing it which i'm pretty sure a lot of authors can relate to
1: what was the worst part about editing it
0: oh the worst part was i was the first editor I send it to you. It was a developmental editor right. and I remember when I got back my manuscript, the whole thing was red. It looked mm. like someone just smeared red marker all over the page wow. because there's just so many mistakes I had to fix.
1: Of course, all the books you've written before this, what's made you sort of not want to properly release them?
0: I just wasn't satisfied with it mostly, especially mm. since they weren't um, edited and mm. to me, the best way you, if you want to actually make a good story you have to edit it and you have mm. to get other people to read it before you put it out there because you need to know what's like from a reader's perspective, not just your perspective as the writer.
1: Is there anything stopping you going back and editing
0: it? It's mostly just, um, to me it's really just procrastination sometimes yeah. and also I'm really busy after this book launch because of marketing.
1: Yeah, so do you think it could happen at some point in the future, you eventually get round to editing it and releasing it?
0: Oh yes, I definitely could because there are a lot of ideas that I really liked. Mm. Yeah, I just need to find the old files I had. Yeah.
1: And this book, Life is Inevitable, the cover on it is pretty cool, isn't it? Because you've got these two characters, presumably in maybe different locations, although it looks like there's the same roof, but there's two different colors and they're sort of back to back, aren't they?
0: and I did that or not me I did that I asked the graphic designer to do that because the two different colors and the two different people I wanted them I wanted to show that they're two very different characters even though they're going through the same journey they're both very different Mm -hmm. and the different colors were meant to complement their personality because most people think of blue and black as someone who's like not as happy or more dark and then someone and when it comes to like pink and yellow or orange or any of those bright colours people tend to think of more happy stuff
1: and who was the designer to give them a plug
0: his name is David Uh, his username is David Colin Film so that's probably his name as well (laughs) I would assume so
1: would you hire him again for the sequel that you said you're working on
0: yes definitely Um, if he's interested I would definitely hire him again yeah
1: could you imagine this as a movie or TV show or is that not really something you've thought about?
0: I've imagined it, but whenever I imagine something like that, I send it like, um, think kind of unrealistically and get disappointed. That's not to say I don't think it'll be successful. It's more that I think success will just fly in the window and be a lot faster than it really is. But if it were to be a movie or film, I I mean, a film, movie and films are the same. But (laughs) if it were to be a film, I would actually be very happy. Although I would, if I had the choice, I would prefer it to be an animation just because I like animation more and I feel like with animations you have a lot more freedom because in live action movies you're basically constricted by reality but in animation if you want something cool to happen you can just draw it and it will happen
1: yeah although it's a bit time consuming isn't it but I suppose you can hire somebody to do it
0: yeah it is I mean I've tried animating before it's definitely um, time consuming
1: yeah absolutely when you're writing a book is it a good idea maybe to imagine that it's a film or tv show to maybe help you describe it more or does that maybe not work because at the end of the day you are writing a book and not a screenplay
0: well the thing is when i write i always imagine what's going to be like kind of like it's a movie regardless yeah. of whether i'm trying or not it just happens same thing happens to you when i'm reading
1: it is a common thing when you're reading I suppose, to imagine the characters and then they make a movie of it and the characters turn out nothing like you expected
0: oh yeah that definitely Definitely happened, especially when I was younger. I would read like Percy Jackson and then I saw the movie and I was like, wow, this is nothing like how I imagined it to go.
1: So if you were to have... A movie of your book, do you think you'd want to be in charge of casting to make sure the way you imagined your characters is exactly how they turn out?
0: I wouldn't say exactly in charge, but I would want to have at least some say in it. Because mm. I mean, the reason I don't want to be in complete charge is because I don't know anything about directing. I've never directed a film and never made a film, so mm. I want to leave that to someone else who definitely knows what they're doing. Mm. But at the same time, I at least want to have some say in it because you know I wrote the story and I kind of want to see how it turns out. Yeah,
1: that's the thing. you got to take a step back and leave it to the professionals whilst I suppose you can still be there as a kind of advisor to make sure that they're not completely destroying your film. Yeah. Of course you mentioned the sequel how's it coming along
0: it's coming along very well i finished the first draft really quickly but then again it's just the first draft yeah but second draft is going to take longer but i like what i like about the sequel is that i'm giving one of the other characters more attention than the attention they got in the first book mm-hmm. and i'm also um de- developing another character that it in the first book was more of a side character but in the second book will become more of a main character yeah
1: have you got plans for other books outside side of this series
0: oh yes definitely um they're still going to be very character driven just like Mm -hmm. this series I know a new series I'm really excited to write is about like this guy um, there's these people that look just like they're human based there but they have to eat basically other humans to survive Mm -hmm. and the main character the problem with him is that he doesn't want to be like that he wants to be living like a human and he hates the person he is and what Mm -hmm. he's become that's quite a cool idea uh, thank you
1: yeah and for this current series of course starting with life is inevitable how many books are going to be in the series and do you know maybe roughly when they'll be out or is it too early to say
0: i would say um there's only going to be two i I've pretty much finished wrapped it up in the second book although the yeah. second book is actually quite long mm. but i didn't want to just extend it out for a third book because i've feel kind of bad that's like money grabbing to me <laughs> but i only did it i only finished it up in the second book and i forgot what i was gonna say dang but <laughs> but that's it No you know two books and the series would be over
1: but i suppose if you have a really good idea for a third book perhaps you feel you can do more with the story then there's not much wrong with writing another one is there
0: i would agree with you on that like every book that to me every book or every story that's written that you, and can be written you should write yeah. but at the same time it should have like a reason for existing you know.
1: Now where are we able to find this book Life is Inevitable and also keep up to date with you everywhere
0: I have um, an Instagram which called Daniel underscore the underscore Oster. and I also have a website called The Oster, and I have an Amazon which I don't really think I can just say out a whole Link because it is quite long. Unless, I mean, do you get do you put links on when you post this? Or
1: I can put a link, but I'm sure if they just go on Amazon and search life is inevitable, that's probably the easiest way to do it.
0: Yeah, you're right. I sometimes overcomplicate things, but you are right it's on Amazon currently the ebook is um exclusive to Amazon because of Kindle Direct I mean uh, Kindle Unlimited yeah. but, and the physical copy it's on Amazon but after a while I'm planning on putting it in other retailers
1: excellent well many thanks for joining us on the show today it's been great to have you on
0: right, thank you it's been great to meet you you also have a really good microphone
2: <laughs> hey there listener Do you have something to say? Then you're already a podcaster. You just don't know it yet. Whether you love to shoot the breeze of friends, have an urge to share your passion with the world, or even want to grow your business, you've got something worth saying with a podcast. With Acast, it couldn't be easier to start your own show, launch, grow, and make money from your podcast across all listening platforms. If you have something to say, you're a podcaster. Head over to acast.com to get started for free. The throbbing pulse of sound. sound, sound, sound. The Toby Gribben
1: Show. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help.